You're listening to the Every Student, Every Day podcast with me, Jim Franchini, Superintendent of the Averill Park Central School District. So thank you to all of our listeners for tuning into this episode of the Every Student, Every Day podcast. Uh, as the end of year wraps up here in the district, there are a lot of things going on, as you could imagine, and a lot of really cool events uh, focused on our students. And we're very fortunate today to have with us the advisors uh, who put those events together. So these really important and long-term lasting memories for our students really only can happen because we have some adults behind the scenes who put uh, countless hours into making them be successful and smooth and positive experiences. So we, we're hoping to have them on today just to talk through some of their events, kind of what's coming up and uh, shed some light on some of that work going on behind the scenes as we anticipate another wonderful end of our year. So thank you to everyone for joining us. and. As we always do, we'll start by just going around the room and having you introduce yourselves. Uh, Logan, how about you? Hi, I'm Logan Klein, um, uh, one of the three art teachers here at the high school. And I teach this year, I teach photography, advanced photography, beginning uh, painting and drawing and digital art. Thank you, Logan. And Logan is instrumental in the senior arts gal, and he's going to talk to us about that. Uh, Nicole. Hi, I'm Nicole Freeman. I am a math teacher here at Averill Park High School. I teach statistics and geometry. I'm also the advisor for the senior class. So those are going to be the events that I'm mostly going to share some information on. And we have one event coming up for the Unique Opportunities Club, which is a new one. I also advise that club. Excellent. Thanks for joining us, Nicole. Jeff. Hi, I'm Jeff Brown. I'm one of the four world language teachers at the high school. I teach French two and three and four and five, and usually a global cinema studies class here at the high school. And Jeff's gonna talk to us about the second annual car show that's coming up. And last but not least, Melissa. I'm Melissa Weatherwax. I am the K-12 instructional technology person here in Averill Park. Um, and in my 28th year, I thought I would start something new and uh, am leading up the underclass and senior awards for this year. Great. Thank you, uh, Melissa. And again, to all, all of you for taking some time. I know it's a crazy time of year, so we appreciate a few minutes of your time here. So with these events coming up as our year comes to an end, can you tell us a little bit about your event Give us some information about that and some of that planning and the process that you undergo to make it all happen. Uh, Jeff, why don't we start with you on this one? Thanks, Jim. At the World Languages Department, this is going to be the second year that we've had an important domestic car show. And one of the main reasons I wanted to do that is because we typically raise money for our senior awards in the World Languages Department by having a lip sync contest where juniors and seniors participate, compete on stage for a lip sync contest. We couldn't do that during COVID. And when we came back from COVID, we had trouble getting that back up again. So I wanted to have sort of an alternative funding stream for our senior awards. And I personally enjoy going to car shows. I take my car to probably more than 10 car shows a season. And I thought that was something definitely we could do here at the high school with the help of our students our teachers, our buildings and ground uh, crew, and everybody. So it was my idea to get this started, and it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun work. And it actually involves the community. Many people commented after the car show last year that it was a wonderful community event, and I hadn't really thought of it that way. I thought of it more of a school event, but I heard from more and more people saying, well, thanks for including this in a community. 
So that's kind of the genesis of the import and domestic car show. I think it was a success last year. We raised more than $2,000. We had more than 100 cars. So I thought, let's try to build on that and do it again. Great. Thank you, Jeff. Well, so how about you? So I have the um, pleasure to serve our students um, in a little bit of a different way. Um, I will be overseeing the, well, I will be heading up and organizing the underclass awards and the junior scholarship awards nights, which is in less than a week, where um, our underclassmen, uh, freshmen through juniors are recognized by classroom teachers for their achievement, their passion for the content area and contribution to that department. And the junior scholarships are awarded to students based on um, their, um, they fill out a digital brag sheet. And from there, they're awarded scholarships from many different um, colleges, lo some local, some a little bit further away. And then in, I believe about four or five weeks is senior awards night. And um, sort of like Jeff was saying, that is really where our community rallies around our students. And we have um, seniors who are awarded mostly financial awards um, based on their accomplishments, their citizenship and their volunteer work for our community. Great, thank you, Melissa. Always a, a great night or nights. Uh, Nicole, lots of events coming up for our seniors. What's going on in, for our soon to be graduates? Are soon to be graduates. So this year we started a new tradition at Averill Park High School um, designed completely by the class officers and the student body. In the fall, we did a senior sunrise. We got all the students together before, <laughs> before the school day. We came in early. We just had some donuts and played some music and got together and watched the sunrise. And then we're gonna culminate the year, finish it off by having a senior sunset. So that's gonna be on Monday, May 22nd. We're gonna go to the George Washington School and again, get together, have a, a little bit of you know snack food and watch the sunset together as, as we start our season of senior events. Um, obviously senior awards comes right after that. And then on Monday the 12th, we're gonna do a senior walkthrough. We bring the seniors back to their elementary schools and they're in their caps and gowns and they'll walk through the hallways and get to say hello to their elementary school teachers. It's a fun event. Usually the elementary school students are lining the hallways and kind of congratulating the students as they walk through. So that's kind of something that the students always look forward to. We have our senior picnic, which is a nice send off. We try to get as many students as possible to all get together. That's gonna be the next day on Tuesday the, the 13th. So during the school day, we'll go up to Grafton Lake State Park. We will provide lunch for everybody and drinks and they will have just some time to enjoy each other's company because you know, not many times do we get the entire class together as one cohesive unified group. So they'll be able to enjoy the beach, they'll play volleyball, um, some kids will go fishing. And it's really great because we get as many students as possible. It's almost the entire class is going and just being together one last time. After that, we have our senior dinner dance, which is this year gonna be on Friday, June 16th at six o'clock. It'll be at the Birch Hill facility in Castleton, um, a very nice facility with indoor and outdoor space. So again, that's gonna be our, our very last dance. They do the junior prom and they get all fancied up and then for the senior dinner dance, it's a little bit more casual. Um, but again, it's just that that last send off. And 
after that is graduation. So we just have all these events at the end of our senior year to try to pull everything together. A great mixture of new events and some some more traditional events that we've had for a long time. Some really cool stuff. Thank you. Logan, Senior Arts Gala. Uh, yeah, very exciting event. Uh, we're always excited about it. Also chewing our nails because it does require students to hang a tremendous amount of artwork. But that's essentially what it is. It's a celebration of our seniors. It's the culmination of the, the completion of their portfolios. And that could be a lot of different things depending upon the student. But um, yeah, folks coming in, you what you'd expect to see are the seniors, uh, senior art students with their works on display. And by works, we're talking about everything that they've created um, from their, their freshman year to their senior year. And if you've ever seen our halls during the year, that can be, think about that with each student. It can be quite a, quite a bit of work. And um, I would say it, it, it's happening on June 2nd, uh, Friday. And what uh, folks coming in can expect, whether you're a parent, a grandparent, or just somebody curious about what's going on in the arts, you're gonna see each student with, um, with all of their work assembled together. And I would say it's, it's kind of, it's a blow your heart up sort of moment because it's that fourth dimensional experience. It's not just seeing the artwork and it's amazing. It's gonna be amazing artwork. And we're really proud of the work that students do, but it's the sense of the passage of time. And of course, it's a very poignant moment as Nicole was saying and Jeff was saying and, and, and Melissa, just all the things that our students have done over that time. So it kind of, it takes your breath away in one sense and it's, uh, so it's touching in another. So it's, it's something we're really excited about. And we'll talk, I think we're gonna talk a little bit in a, a moment about some of the work that goes into it. So yeah, that's, uh, that's Great. the gist of it. No, that's a, that's a great description and a great uh, overview of that event and all the events going on, which you can really, I think our, our listeners can probably really hear the passion and the dedication as you're, you're talking about these events. There's things that the four of you feel pretty strongly about contributing and, and making these experiences so positive for our kids. So our, our parents and our students typically see the end result. That's what we've kind of talked about, that, that moment you walk in the hall or you show up at the event or whatever it is. What's the planning process like behind the scenes? It's uh, all the behind the scenes work that really makes these happen. Um, what is that like for you? I mean, you, you all have the day jobs of teaching. So this is what you're doing in your, your extra time. So can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, um, for the, the art students and the, the gala, uh, every teacher with seniors is gonna be engaging with them. Uh, actually, if they haven't done so already in the next uh, next week or so, and talking to them about the the show that's coming up, and preparing them for all this the all the markers that they're going to have to meet. Um, and one of the people that I think really is instrumental in this is Miss Gregory because she tends to handle the map. Um, so students have to be very proactive. They have to have an artist statement. They have to have a list of works. They need to know how much real estate they're going to need in that hallway, uh, which for some of our students is a good bet. Um, and then they all, so they'll need to hit all these markers and turn in this work before they get to hang work. And I think it's a first come first serve basis, but the, um, let's, uh, how do we say this in, in a nice way? Seniors are a special demographic. And at this point in the year are not always the easiest ones to motivate. So I, I would hope any parents listening to this podcast would truly appreciate all the work that's just a laundry list, but man, you are missing out on all the fun times we have twisting arms and reminding and um, uh, caring for, for this special demographic, as I was saying. So we get to that point. And then, then the next, the real challenge, of course, is getting the work in the hallway assembled well, 
getting a list of works, um, getting it numbered, and making sure they do that without um, without upsetting their neighbors too much, because like I said, it is a first come first serve basis. But um, getting that work out there is a real tricky thing. The, and the thing that I would like to say, just because I think it will help us this year, it's always been a challenge. Not all art students that are hanging work are in an art class right now. So if there are any parents listening, and you had your son or daughter uh, has been in an art class, they are invited to display their work. It's for all of our seniors. And that's, that is always the trickiest group to reach out to. So if you're, you're listening to this or you hear about this, please remind uh, that student that you, you know about that this is open to every art student, any, any student that's taken art in their four years here at the high school. It, uh, for, for the car show, um, just to, if I could just jump in quickly, uh, the whole beginning process is um, really adult driven. And by that, I mean, uh, I kind of take the reins at the beginning. I started in February communicating with uh, local businesses and people who I think would be good, uh, a good tie-in with our car show, um, auto parts stores, local restaurants, uh, and people like that who can sponsor our trophies. Every trophy we have is sponsored by a local business. Uh, they also sponsor our t-shirt. They sponsor our dash plaques and, um, and, and things like that. So I really need to reach out to them quite early, starting in February usually. Lots of different follow-up communications. I visit you most every one of the sponsors to kind of confirm everything. Um, so really getting all that set, I, I need to have all my sponsors in place by the end of April because then an order goes out to the trophy shop for all of these different things that we bring to the car show. So that's really adult driven and it's gotta be done a particular way. I've only done it twice and it didn't get a whole lot easier this year. But then in May, uh, my students who have volunteered to be judges are gonna be participating in a, um, a judging workshop that's being run by two professional, uh, two editors from Hemmings Motor News from Bennington, Vermont. They come all the way down to the high school and they will be uh, giving a workshop uh, to, our, to our judges, our student judges, including Mr. Keeley's, our principal, one of our trophies is called Principal's Choice, and he, and he gets to choose that all by himself. But he was instrumental last year in getting all my student judges to work together to get moving quickly. And then they have to all meet around noon to decide, well, who's going to be our, who, which car earns the favorite engine trophy? How about the favorite Asian car? How about the favorite truck? How about the favorite motorcycle? So Mr. Keeley's is really has his work cut out from that day. So the students really start working uh, as early as May. And then on the car show day, it's really all about the students because they are an army out there. And um, they really don't even have to know the particularities about various cars because our trophies are specifically called favorite paint, favorite Asian, favorite motorcycle, favorite American car. So then we can say, well, that was the favorite car, maybe not the best car, but at least from our judges standpoint, these teenagers, these high school students, it's the favorite one that they saw. So the, the groundwork for my car show begins back in February, really picks up in May, and then on the day, it's all about the students. It's funny, um, Jeff, the, the junior awards actually are, are very adult driven as well, um, because the students are um, selected by classroom teachers. So every single classroom teacher uh, has to nominate several students for these awards. So that's it's also the same way. So we don't let up on on uh, teachers either during during these end of the year sort of events either. Um, and then I come right back at people with uh, confirming senior awards that are gonna be awarded as well. 
for the senior class events, it's a it's a bit of a mix. Some of the events are very school driven, like graduation is very much driven by administration, sets everything up for us, and we have a rehearsal the kids have to attend. But there's some events that are very student driven, which is a lot of fun. So Senior Sunset, like I mentioned, is completely the idea came from the kids. They proposed the idea back in the fall, back in September. We met with the building principal, Mr. Keyless, and they said, we have this great idea. We're really excited about it. And so we, we met and they did the planning process right from the beginning. So they had to put their pitch together. They you know, were nice and professional about sending an email to make sure that we could set up a meeting time. We're prepared with answers to questions to make sure that we were gonna be you know, safe and school appropriate and inclusive of all students. So that was that's really great to see them come together and create something brand new, you know, right from, right from the ground up. The senior walkthrough is more of a teacher driven just because of the communication that's not teacher, administration driven. It's communication between the senior class principal who is Mrs. Mean this year to the elementary school principals to set up times and coordinate who is gonna be going to which schools, chaperones to go with the students. Um, the senior picnic is a little bit of a mix. I think I do the majority of that planning because they're focused on their senior dinner dance at the moment but they'll, we'll go through and we'll try to make a list of what kind of snack foods I should go shopping for. And they'll help with the selling of the tickets for the event itself. Um, but, but that one, we try to put that on for the kids and not put a lot of work on the students. Our class officers are fantastic and they're very motivated and involved. So it's nice for them to get something done for them also, as opposed to having to work everything out that the class has done all year. So that one, you know, I'll go up and I'll go shopping and buy so much water and so much Gatorade and, you know, the same thing with little bags of chips. And we usually go to Dobie's for our subs because they do such a good job and have, you know, given us a good price for so many years now. So it's nice to have local businesses in the community helping to support that event. And senior dinner dance, it is the students. It's not even just the class officers. We invite any students who's involved in the class or who's interested in helping to plan that. We will go to the facility, go to Birch Hill so they can see it. We pick what kind of decorations we wanna have. We pick um, what kind of vendors. This year they're gonna have a chocolate fountain. They're gonna have their favorite DJ ketchup. Um, so they go through and they plan the entire night out. They sent a poll out to all students, all senior students this year to see if they really were interested in doing fireworks. So at the end of the event, we will send off with a nice firework display. And the main thing for us is our whole purpose, and not necessarily our purpose, our purpose as a club is to have events that are gonna build community within our, our class, but also to try to fundraise to make sure that the tickets are, you know, we can do everything we wanna do with an affordable price. So they have done events all year and they've coordinated and ran these things to try to meet that goal of raising money to make it affordable for every student to participate in this event. So ours is a bit of a mix. We got student driven, we have myself driven as the advisor and we have administrator driven events happening for the senior class. That is certainly a lot of work, uh, a lot happening to make these events uh, be a success. So. I think as our community is very well aware, our art department is uh, extremely well known, not just within the district, but throughout the region. So for that senior arts gala is a little bit, um, you know, maybe bittersweet because you're celebrating the students, 
But as you've mentioned, it's the last time that their work is going to be displayed. And you've been with these students for, in some cases, multiple semesters and a long period of time, years even. Is there a little bit of uh, bittersweetness to this for you as you're walking through that yourself? Right. Um, yeah, I think I think there definitely is a bittersweet quality. I do think, though, there's probably a greater amount of enthusiasm to see what they do next. Um, I think, you know, I th it's there's a duality there, right? We, we do the job to prepare them for the adult world to become a citizen, a better quality citizen. And so there's a lot of enthusiasm and momentum behind that. So to see them, see it culminate and to see the work that they do, to know that we've given them everything we can to prepare them for, for the jobs and, and the life that they might want to lead. And hopefully it's it's in the arts or the arts is kind of maintained in their life regardless of their their career aspirations. But yeah, there it's it can definitely be um, something kind of better to see them go. You know, the joke would be, it depends on the kid, right? Um, but uh, I think, you know, the hope is at the, at the point that they're, they're reaching that we feel like we've given them everything we can, which I'm sure is never the case. There's also the hope that they want to leave, right? And I think that can be a variety of things, the feeling of independence, the also just the, the chafing of the restrictions of high school life. Hopefully there's some type of eagerness for them to go out and kind of prove themselves in the world. At least that's, that's what I hope for my sons. That's what I hope for my students. Um, when it comes to seeing the work there, I was saying before, it is a, a fourth dimensional experience. You get that sense of the passage of time and all that they've done. And it kind of, it does pull at heartstrings to some extent. But I think overwhelmingly, um, especially when you, you think about that special demographic, our seniors, there there is this enthusiasm to get them out there, to get them to see, you know, proof that they, they to themselves, that they can they can do the things that we've been preparing them to do. And I think it's just one of those opportunities too to really kind of touch base with parents um, and families and talk a little bit about the careers. I think the perception there, you know, is that this is a nice thing that we do for our kids when it comes to creative fields, but it's not necessarily, you know, the guts of what their life is going to be about. It's not necessarily um, something that's going to pay the bills. And we do our best. I mean, that is a, the starving artist is a myth. We know that those jobs are out there. Um, so it's it's really exciting to see parents respond to the work and then engage with them about those dynamics that the kids, in a lot of cases, are about to head out into. And one of the things that we ask students to do is, on their list of work, share share their where they're going to school. You know, if they're heading out into a higher level education, um, we we want we want families to know about that. We want them to know that there's there's things for them to achieve. And uh, we have so many kids that are going to be going into some interesting careers. And we just want moms and dads to know that, you know, they're not going to be living on your couch if they pursue their aspirations in, um, in the arts. And just just as a talking point here, since I have everybody's attention, I'm sure, um, when it comes to like graphic design, for example, that's just one field in the art world. And you could probably think of, you know, Oh, logos for businesses, right? But graphic design is everywhere. It's every package. It's every pamphlet. It's every sign. It's every T-shirt. It's um, it is it, you know very pervasive. And some businesses still have graphic designers on staff. But they're you know the number of jobs is 121,000 jobs plus, and these are median salary for graphic designers is six-figure salary. So letting parents know that and to know that this isn't just a 
a touching moment that this is a powerful moment in in a kid's life and uh so you know that's i think that it's exciting for us to see them see them present their skills the skills they learned in a public school and then being ready to go out in the big bad world of you know money and commerce and living your life as best you can in in this world that we created for them well said and a nice little plug for the benefits of the art <laughs> program that's i like it i like it uh so nicole you have a, a different perspective as you get to center seniors off and we talk about these memorable events and some new and some old you feel a little extra pressure to make this experience uh positive since as you mentioned it is the last time they're together as a group i mean a little bit of weight on your shoulders to handle the uh final month of uh, of a 13-year academic career for our kids i would say i mean there's pressure there but every everything that any one of us who's organizing event we always want it to go perfectly and we know it's not going to be perfect ever so we want it to go as close to perfect as it can so i don't know that there's extra pressure to to make it memorable in terms of the work that goes into it because that's going to be the same for any event we put on no matter what if it's the senior dinner dance if it's the prom the car show the senior arts gala we're all putting in all this time the the awards to make sure that that goes smoothly i don't think there's extra pressure there the one place that i do feel a little bit of extra pressure instead of the planning of the event is to engage as many students as we possibly can this is our last send-off so we try to encourage every student to sign up and to be eligible to participate in the senior picnic. And we try the same way to make sure that we can get as many kids to go to the senior dinner dance. Um, we know they're going to have a good time. The kids have planned these events and know what's happening. And from just tradition every year, they say that they have wonderful times, but sometimes they get in their own ways and they don't realize how important it is to engage with the last things that you're going to do together. This is a year full of lasts. It was their last first day of school. It's their last dance that they're going to have before graduation. The last time that the entire class is going to be together and have the opportunity to go to Grafton and, you know, to hang out all together. So you can go with your group of five friends that you're closest with and you'll be together with them probably next week after graduation. But for the entire class to be together and doing the same thing and having that that moment is not something that they get another opportunity for. So in terms of pressure, for me, that's the biggest thing is trying to communicate and get everybody involved and realize they want to be involved. And we've done a good job at the school to create an atmosphere of community where everybody can be included. We, That's one of our goals at the high school is for students to be involved in different clubs and activities. So hopefully they've found their niche and if they haven't, it's not from our lack of trying and putting things out there. It's trying to get them out of their way. And this is our last chance to do it, to get them to engage and enjoy each other's company because they're not going to get the opportunity again. So that's the additional pressure that I feel for senior dinner dance. We try to make it as affordable as possible. Um, and that's through all the fundraisers that we do all year. We try to make it so that no student is going to say that they can't attend for money reasons. And we try to promote a culture that if anybody does have financial concerns for any event all year, I know the whole school does this, but we put it on every senior event that we do. 
and the junior prom also. If money is a concern, please contact a guidance counselor, contact the, the, the advisor or principal, because we can make that happen. Um, we want everyone to be involved. So through whatever communication we can, making the prices as affordable as possible, the students design the programs. So in executing it, they've learned enough throughout the years how to, what needs to happen when and who needs to take charge and how to be leaders and let other people be leaders. So the events themselves are usually very smooth and that's awesome. Just trying to get everybody to, to know they wanna be there before it's too late is, is the thing. That's fantastic. And I think you hit so many key points there, including that we don't want the financial part to be uh, something that gets in the way. So appreciate you saying that. And hopefully our, our community who's listening knows that and, you know, doesn't have a problem reaching out if they need to. We don't want kids to be excluded from things. Uh, Jeff, going back to the car show, like we, we've talked about it, it's new and it's been a couple of years. I guess a couple of questions. How have you been able to get people to come to this event? Uh, I got to imagine, like you said, you've done more than 10 a year. There's probably a demand for these people to participate. How did you get that going in the first place? Well, the days of putting a, a flyer up on a store window are sort of over now. So I had to rely heavily on various Facebook groups that specialize in car shows and, and people who are interested in cars. Uh, I reached out to some regional and even some national websites that promote car shows and they'll um, put our information up there for us. Hemmings was instrumental in that as well. Um, I have to go to car shows myself. I have to go to the car shows and actually put these flyers in the cars so people know that the show's out there um, that way as well. And it's kind of funny to piggyback a little bit on what Logan said. Um, this one of the unintended consequences of this car show is that one of my students who I don't think is an art student came up with a wonderful flyer design for me. Um, and I've been using that ever since. And this student is no longer in the district. Um, but I was able to communicate with her and say, Hey, can you tweak that logo a little bit for the flyer for this year? And I had it within minutes because she was able to use her, uh, what she designed for me last year. It's very eye catching. It works great online. It works great as a, as a colored flyer. So that was a really nice unintended consequence, uh, a benefit. But I am reaching out uh, online electronically. I still do put the flyers in the cars. Um, and a couple other, if I could just mention, a couple other unintended benefits or consequences of the show is, for example, last year, I was trying to gather all my volunteers to be judges, car wash people, food service, the DJ and everything, and a mother uh, of one of my students, actually, yeah, one of my students communicated with me and said, well, my daughter would love to participate, but she's pretty introverted and doesn't really like, I don't know, working with people a whole lot. And I said, well, we're going to have a, um, like a, a snack bar there. Could she bake? And it turns out she loved to bake. So she baked something for us, came to the car show. And before she knew it, she was over there washing cars with a bunch of other kids. So she broke out of her show a little bit. Um, I've other judges other my students asked me at the beginning of the year when is the car show are we doing that again can i help out again uh, i have a couple alumni a couple graduates who want to come back and help and one of the funnier messages i got from the students where they say well it was kind of a different thing mr brown we had to talk to adults and i thought well yep you did and one of the students always remember will never forget being invited to sit down inside of a rolls royce automobile and get a feel for what that was like and to get her picture taken and everything. So I think the kids are coming out of their shells a little bit and learning some skills that were I hadn't really intended for them to learn, 
by being associated with this car show, one of my girls is going to be in charge of the car wash because she enjoyed it so much last year. She and her friend are going to be the car wash people. Some of my students who like the other one are a little bit more introverted. They'll probably work at the food table. And um, so by getting that, by getting that promoted and get, by getting my students to work and kind of leave their um, comfort zone a little bit, uh, it's, it's got all sorts of intended consequences, the least of which was, you know, raising money for the World Languages Department for the Senior Awards and for the International Club. That's some uh, great unintended consequences. And Jeff, you always do such a good job of really building um, connections with your students, both past and present. And this this is just another way you could see that that's happening as this event continues to go on, those students will be coming back. I know you've kept in touch with so many of them and you have the Hall of Fame that you do and all the recognition that you do for your, your students. That's great. So uh, heading over to you now, Melissa, we talked a little bit before about the underclass awards. Uh, can you give us a little information kind of following up this senior driven uh, question about the senior awards? Sure, to, to kind of tie into the end of the year events for our students. Um, the senior awards are, are really interesting because they're so supported by our community. It's incredible. There is a, an awful lot of money that is donated by community members, by um, some of our faculty, by um, former employees, by alumni. And these um, folks who sponsor these awards provide with us with a descriptor of the award. And then we ask students to complete a senior questionnaire that is um, required information for um, multiple purposes. I work hand in hand with some of the guidance folks to try to make this um, a multi-use tool. Um, so from that, we can pull information and really look at, to see which students are um, eligible for some of these awards. Some of them fall pretty easily into place uh, because there are specific awards for say a love of history or a passion for uh, the STEM fields though some are focused on the trades. Um, we have many that are based on students' volunteer opportunities and what they participate in. We have some that are about citizenship and character of students. We have one that is um, the kindness of a student toward other, other students to make Avril Park a better place. So it's just really exciting to see um, the number of students that will be receiving awards. Um, the faculty is a, is a part of that as well. Um, and then there is also a, a small group of folks who look over the, the final awards that are really more well-rounded. And I'm, I, I've kind of pulled in a well-rounded group of folks to just take a look at, at some of these students and recognize them for, um, as Jeff said, some of those kids who may not normally be recognized, but but folks are able to recognize them. So the senior awards are a great way to be able to, to do that again as a last hurrah um, for these kids before they leave Averill Park to the big world. All great, great stuff. Well, we've taken a lot of your time and I thank you. I know this is a, again, a busy time of year wrapping things up. And really on behalf of the students in the community, thank you to the, the four of you. These are great events and memorable events and really are, are just really cool things to look forward to as the, weather gets nice and we're celebrating um, a lot of successes. So thank you for taking the time today and for uh, the work you're doing to make this a positive end of the year. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. See you next time on Every Student, Every Day.